Hey, hey guys, you're tuning into the Mina B podcast. It's your girl Mina B, and I am back with yet another fun filled episode. So, where to find me over on IG at the Mina B podcast, streaming on multiple platforms for your listening pleasure Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Pandora now, as of late. Like, who knew? Um, but yeah, all the links are in my bio over on IG. So I have a really lovely podcast episode for you guys that really, really, I just really, really wanted to do it at the top of the year. And of course, it is the top of the year with the way 2020 was, because, you know, we still talking about that. 2020, 2021 is starting off a little ghetto, just a little ghetto. Um <laughs> I wanted to tap in to opening up and understanding that there's so much more besides just us. And I think last year was a very big indication that, you know, we have to step outside of ourselves and and really get back to that core, that foundation, that spirituality, whatever that means to you. And um, y'all know, because I'm talking about it a million times, all the things I went through in 2020 and um, hoping for in the new year and just trying to be proactive and aligned and put together. So my guest. Is so amazing, and she's such a sweetheart, and I just was so like, I need you on the show. I need you on the show. Please come on the show. Um, quick, fun, fun fact. So I met her. <laughs> well, didn't meet her in the room, but I stopped her to go meet her. So I was in a clubhouse room with another a wonderful girlfriend and mentor of mine, Shiny Foray. So we're in the room, and I was we're getting um ta- like some tower readings and. Miss Milan was doing the readings, but I'm like, it wasn't even readings for me, child. And I was over there taking notes like, oh my God, y'all, this be, that's be, that be happening to me too. Bitch, no, for real. Yep, that's how Libra men are. They ain't shit. Like, it was just so on point. And I just felt like I was cozy on my couch. I had my blanket on. I, I think it was a Sunday and I was super relaxed. I was like, Milan, I have to have you on my show. You could go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. <laughs> Oh my God, first of all, Mina, thank you so, so much for having me today. You are seriously a light. Like when you first reached out to me and asked me to be on the show, I was like, "Ah, I don't know. (laughs) Like I am really just now kind of getting started with um, making my spiritual practices like public. Mm -hmm. I've been kind of giving tarot readings and offering like my spiritual baths and everything like very privately right like only offering them to like my friends and only offering them to like you know other people that i know mm-hmm. right right <laughs> so, right um getting on clubhouse and kind of like opening up my platform a little bit more has been much more um new to me so when you first reached out to me i was like i don't know you know but then when we started talking <laughs> and we started vibing and i was getting to know you i was like I feel comfortable speaking to her. You know, I definitely feel so much more comfortable speaking to you and like sharing my knowledge with you. So first of all, thank you. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you for being sweet. Anyway, my name is Milan. Um, I am actually a classical vocalist. I'm an opera singer first. Yes. Come on, (laughs) opera singer. Give us live. Give us a note. Not mess with you. (laughs) Gotta give us a note. I'll have to, I'll have to send you a link to, you know, some of my performances. Yes. recently in the past or you know a little bit recently um but yeah I'm actually a classical vocalist opera singer first and I am a psychic intuitive tarot reader oracle reader second spiritual advisor if you will um I actually started on my um I guess you could say non-christian spiritual journey um 
2016, 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. um, you know, I kind of found myself in like a bit of a darker place. Um, I have moved away from home. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas, and I have moved away from home to Orange, California, going to school out there. And I was very much so in high pursuit of my career. I was flying in and out of the United States to Austria, Germany, doing competitions and stuff like that. And even though it was fun, it was amazing. And I found myself kind of like in the midst of like, I guess you could say the highlight. I was very much so losing myself. And I found myself indulging in activities that I never would have Mm -hmm. before. And funnily enough, um, I started collecting crystals. And, you know, I found myself visiting metaphysical shops. And I remember at the top of 2017, um, I got my first Reiki session. Mm -hmm. And I had never done that before. It was new for me. And I remember at the right at the end of the Reiki session, me and the practitioner were in tears. Right. Mm-hmm. And the practitioner was like, I never get emotional during um sessions. And she told me, you know that you're gifted, like that you have psychic abilities, you know, all these other things. Which I kinda always known growing up. Right. But when you grow up in a Christian household You know. It's not happening. They don't want to hear none of that. None of that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So just over time, over these past years, um, I've I've had situations happen that, you know, really tore me down. Mm -hmm. And I kind of was forced to, in a way, heal myself. And I was really forced to kind of figure out the I am within myself, figure out the God that was in myself. And to really start exalting that within myself. And so... That's kind of the crux of my ministry, the crux of like, well, ministry, if you will, and like the crux of my spiritual practice when I um, assist other people, when I advise other people, Mm -hmm. is really identifying that I am the godness within yourself. So that's a little bit about me. (laughs) Yes, but see, this is is needed because, you know, I come from a background where we grew up Catholic. So, I grew up Catholic, and then as I got older, I kind of branched it out myself, and my mom got divorced, and she kind of branched out and, you know, went her way. I think she, I think she was going to a Baptist church for some time, and I was going really? to, yeah, I was going to, yeah, she, she was, yeah, and was uh, baptized and everything. And, she, you know, she went on her journey after her divorce, and then I kind of went through my own little journey, too, because I loved a non-denominational church I had one that I went to um back at home in Queens New York and I absolutely loved it and it just it helped like that starting that and coming from the Catholic church and going to Catholic school it was just like a world of difference for me because I was just like this is wonderful like like I go to church I cry my eyes out I release any and everything that I have that's burdened me you know it was home it was comfortable I did find another church when I moved to Atlanta. I did find find another church. Um, did I like it? Yes. <laughs> yes. To the degree where 
there were faces like my own. So it was just like we're all like the same age group. The pastor is a very popular pastor. His wife, very popular wife. Uh, like she's a she's an evangelist. I wouldn't say she's a pastor. She's not. She's more so of an evangelist. And I, I, I appreciated young folks in our age group holding it down and, and congregating and putting it together and breaking down the Bible and breaking down scripture based on the things that we're actually going through in our day-to-day life. I appreciate it wholeheartedly. But of course, you kind of stray away from the church because it just, the church ain't what it used to be, or maybe it always was. And I think, you know what, because you, you actually said like a very um, interesting vocabulary word. Mm-hmm. You use the word evangelist. Mm-hmm. And um, I have kind of come to find the word evangelist to be quite... Um, egregious Mm. when it comes to when we talk about like black folks and how you know christianity within itself has been very um detrimental yeah to the the african-american identity you know that's engraved in us that's all we know that's all we had to lean on so yeah, yeah, and, and evangelism within itself has been quite predatorial. It has been quite like hello preachy. You know what I'm saying? So then, when you use the word evangelist yep. to like, you know, yep, to, to describe yep. somebody, I was like, I was kind of like, yikes. You know what I'm saying? You know, and <laughs> and you know what they say: not to lean on your own understanding. And that's never what I'm gonna do. I, I my grandmother is. You know, my spirit, I know she's my spirit guide. I know she's still with me. I know she's always around and she's engraved a lot of things in me and knew the Bible front and back, back and front. And, you know, always, always leaned on Psalms, always leaned on Psalms. So that is so much in my life and who I am as a 35 year old woman. That ain't going nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's not going anywhere. I believe in it heavy. You know, just that's just the bottom line. Do I consider myself a Christian? Absolutely. However, I do tend to lean on my more spiritual side. It doesn't. You know, I feel like I do feel like it coincides. That's just me. That's who I how I feel. I feel like it coincides. I feel like it works so well together, especially with my upbringing, the things I've gone through growing up in in adulthood, like last year, girl, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We'll get into that. So yeah, I did. I did step away. I did step away. Um, and I want to say more so in 2020 now that we weren't, we weren't really going to church because of the pandemic and all of that. I did tend to step away a little bit and there was just some things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about the church itself. So I just, that church in particular. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good on it. I'm good on it. Like I'm good on it. Like I got my, I got my devotionals. I got my Bible. I got my affirmations. I got affirmations literally all over this here apartment. Just like, you know, somebody said, um, I don't know if you uh, heard when Beyonce came out with, uh, was it Black is King? Was that what it was? Yes. So yes. how did you feel about the references that they that they made? I didn't watch it. I, I know I, the, be, the beehive is going to get me. I did see snippets of it and there was a lot of spiritual. I haven't watched it. I, I, I don't have Disney Plus, man. I'm tired of paying for shit. I, so I, um, I haven't watched it either, girl. I can't spend that money to watch I'm, I'm tired of spending money.
somebody on, I'm, a, I'm hey, one of my listeners over at the Mina B podcast, email me, askmeanab at gmail.com. Let me and Milan use your password so we can watch this movie. Can I get the password? Every time Beyonce, uh, every time she released something, it gotta be a she subscription. Releasing on a platform that ain't nobody got. <laughs> I'm not, she listen. On, she be releasing on. Uh, pink plus like, like ma'am pink plus. ma'am 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 i mean i think i got titled because of the beyonce album what back I in did. 2015 2014 and i never got i ne- never got rid of it i'm not an apple i'm not a i uh apple uh, not apple podcast sorry itunes person i'm not an itunes person i am a title girl through and through okay mm-hmm. even my alexa has it so She's gonna start talking. Show, but show you know what I mean? Things. Like I got I used their free their free subscription that week just to listen to the album. And I said, I'm not doing this again, Beyonce. Pick a Ma'am. So yeah. <laughs> Pick so, a streaming service. So I can't fully speak on it to the degree however i'm not sure if you did hear through instagram the blogs all of that they were talking about the references to oshun and the references to you know a lot of the african spiritual guys and there was some you know chitter chatter about it being demonic and about it being voodoo and all this other shit. i'm like can y'all can y'all know some business please can y'all know some business please can y'all know some business like y'all gotta know a little bit more about spirituality there there's so much in it within our culture whether it's African-American culture, whether it's African culture from the diaspora, whether it's from Caribbean culture, which I'm so, like, I'm engraved in because it's within me. That's where I come from. That's where my family's from. So I'm just like, y'all, come on. She wasn't trying to, it's, why, why we always got to do that, Milan? Please, please give me well, some insight. Because I think when we talk about, um, when we talk about, when we talk about accepting um, Pan-African spirituality or just traditional African spirituality as Black folks, we kind of have to unpack, like, centuries of colonialization. We have to unpack, like, we have to unpack centuries That's the one. of self-hate. We have to unpack That's centuries. And not only that, we also have to understand that it's learned. We have to understand that it's learned. And so when we hear other black folks, you know, demonizing, first of all, our gods. These are our gods. When we talk about the mighty Oshun, when we talk about Eshu, when we talk about Chango, when we talk about the Orishas, the mm-hmm, seven mighty right. African powers, these are the gods that were serving us that we served before our ancestors were ripped from the from the chest from the breast Mm. of africa and put on ships and brought to america Mm -hmm. and we were literally we were threatened right our ancestors were threatened and told if you even seek your lineage if you even remember if you even speak your native tongue around us all right. You will be whipped. You will be killed. You will be hung. You know what I'm saying? We have to think about how in Louisiana there were literal uh, laws. Yes. Oh my God. I was going to say that earlier about Louisiana too. Yes. My goodness. Yeah. There were literal laws that black women had to wear wraps, and that's and that's where these wraps mm-hmm. come from that we wear on our heads. There were literal laws that black women had to wear wraps around their heads 
because our hair was so fetishized by white men. Mm-hmm. Still is. And still is. Talk about it. You know, that our, our beauty was so fetishized by white men that there were laws in Louisiana that we had to wrap our head and cover cover our hair so that white men wouldn't be tainted and wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't even be um looking looking or tempted by us. To look right. at us. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we whenever we talk about black folks immediately demonizing any sort of any sort of symbolic any sort of symbolism that people like Beyonce or, you know, anybody that is mm-hmm. showing gratitude right. to, our exactly. true, to our true religion, to our true ways, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We have to, tr- we kind of have to say, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I we agree. really do. Yeah. We really do because we have to really consider that there are a lot of us that unfortunately have not yet been decolonized. Yeah. Uh, we have so, we have, and I, I've said this on previous episodes and I'll continue to say it as a community, we have so much work that we need to do. We have so much unpacking that we need to do and so much unlearning, a lot of unlearning. Um, our history and our lineage is so amazing um, individually, collectively. It, it's so amazing. And I just think that we just, we have to take take some time to read. Exactly. Can y'all, really can y'all read? Damn, can y'all go, Google is your best friend. It really is. Not, but not <laughs> only that, how many of us, Mina, and I have to even speak for myself, mm-hmm. you know, when I first started looking into African traditional religions, and before I, you know, made the step to say, I renounce Christianity. Okay. Like before I had, before I for real like took the step to say, nope, I renounce it. That's not me anymore. I can't tell you how afraid I was because I understand. for years it was like drill, 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 drill mm-hmm. into my head that there was no other way into heaven. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, if you, if you do not believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, you are going to hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that my soul, my everlasting soul is eternally damned. You know what I'm saying? Which, again, mm-hmm. we have to realize that black folks is a colonialist lie from white folks. Ma'am. So how many black folks can really say that even if they thought about returning to a traditional African religion, how many are actually afraid Yes, that they would be sent straight to hell Yeah, if they even started reading into it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know, I know it's confusing to some close friends of mine, like the crystals, the incense burning, mm-hmm. the sage burning. Oh, please don't get me started with the sage burning, baby. Because oh. how many of our grannies? You know how many This is what I'm saying. Okay. And I think I fell in love with you because of the Florida water conversation. Florida water conversation. I think this was an, another room. <laughs> this was another room. So we were in another room. I think, yeah, that's, I think it may have been the same day or maybe like a couple of days later on Clubhouse. And um, we were talking about Florida water. And that is something that my granny, who's my granny, she passed away. Oh, Jesus. Damn, we ain't 2020 anymore. It's so going on four years. Damn, it's going back lots to be four years this year. So she was, right. She was 96 when she passed away. So my grandma, 
and lived a long time. And my grandmother always used Florida water. I wish I had the bottle next to me. I have a really big bottle. I'm not like that little bottle that you get. I got the big bottle because I use it a lot. So she used to, she used to, <laughs> right. She used to rub it on herself. And I'm like, and as I got older and she used to rub it on herself and put it on her neck, put it on her wrist, rub it in her creases. And I'm sitting here like, and I just, I'm obsessed with the smell because I'm obsessed with her. And, <laughs> and uh, we were so close. We damn near slept in the same room most of my life. So I was just like, talking to my childhood best friend and we're, a pee in the pod. We, me and her, like me and Sasha. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sasha. We um, we're just talking about like, I think we were like not even thirty yet, and we were just talking about our spiritual like past where we grew up. And she, and she was telling me she started talking to me about Florida water and the uses for it and all this other stuff, and it just clicked. I said, "Yo, first of all, now I know why my grandmother was using it so much." Now I know why she would just put some on you. I just that was her thing. And and for those who don't know about Florida water, Florida water tends to be it is a cologne. It's a, like one of the oldest colognes in, in that you could find all over the world. I mean, they sell it. I guess I want. I want. Do they sell it in here? Really, in communities of color. C- communities of color. Hispanic communities, you can always go, in your New York, you can always go to your Botanica to find it, or a Spanish grocery, to- grocery store, like a Sea Town, or a Bodega, you can always find it. Um, in New York, I can always find it. I remember, And I have an aunt, my aunt is super Catholic, and I remember her asking me, send me a bottle of, of, of um, Florida water, I can't find none, she lives in Connecticut, I sent it to her in the mail. I sent her a soap too. I don't really care for the soap; it dries my skin out. But <laughs> I was like, you know, so Girl, of it, course it does without it. Uh, all that alcohol, right? So I was like, no, nah, I can't use it as a soap. Like it, you wouldn't use it to bathe, but more so just for its properties. So there's a lot of different properties that Florida Water has, and I'm like, I want, I probably, I probably want you to explain it because I think I'm gonna butcher it. But it's something that I just, it all came together when we were sitting down, my with my, I'm sitting down with my closest peer in life talking about it and it just I had a whole full circle moment right before I turned 30 and I think that's I think that's where my spiritual journey started honestly outside of Christianity outside of the holy bible that's where it started because I was like what I get it I get it when you start looking at your elders maybe and you see They're amazing. At a lot of their practices and realizing these bitches be practicing hoodoo. And <laughs> either, either they knew they, and didn't tell me. They, girl. Or they or they didn't know. And it's in and, and I know she, I feel in my heart of hearts because of where we're from. I know she knew. She knew good and well. She knew good and damn well. And, and and that's why she prayed so much. And that's why she said prayers a lot. And that's why she had always kept a book of Psalms. That's why she rubbed the Florida water. That she just did so many little things. And she taught it to my mom and my aunts. And she taught them to me. Because I'm like, I don't think my other... A lot of my other cousins were saying, like, they don't, they don't remember a lot of things about her. And that was because she was closest to my mom. My mom was her baby. So she was closest to us. She raised us um, before she, you know, she uh, ended up suffering with dementia and then passing away 10 years later. She suffered with it for a long time. So, you know, I was so fortunate to get so much 
from her that I didn't even realize that I had gotten until I was of a certain, like, older and started putting it together. Grown! I was like, ooh, grandma. Yeah, thank thank you, granny. Because I'm like... Because it's like you want to... It's like you be mad because it's like you want to speak to them and say, hey, remember when you told me this? Yeah. But it's like they're not there anymore. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing just to know, like... Like, because I'm so, like, tapped in and I just, I'm like, wow, like, she be hanging out. She be around. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to my grandma. She's I wish the best. you could see the way that they, look at the screen, the way that the light. I know, the light, <laughs> the light just started shining on me. <laughs> I, feel like I feel like that's her, but. It is. <laughs> I'm not going to get all crazy. I know. Folk going to be like, oh, what are they talking about? Stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Listen. Thanks, Grandma. You're an amazing woman. But yeah, it just there's so many things. So explain to the people. So because like I feel like a lot of people see a lot of the things that we're doing, like that we're doing, we're mm-hmm. call using our crystals, <clears throat> charging them. We are uh, uh, affirming and speaking life and speaking words not only to ourselves as mothers. They're speaking life to their children. We're at affirming we're putting it on our mirrors we have a book of affirmations outside of our prayers and technically when you're affirming and we're when you're speaking life you are praying you are speaking life and your words have so much power and that is why it's so important to be intentional with your words and speak properly (laughs) because you know we talk shit and we have to sometimes make sure that what we're speaking is true so you know there's so many different things that and practices that people have but sage being one of them palo santo burning palo santo being another one and then also just you know the whole usage of florida water and creating your florida water can you explain because i'm a butcher it explain to to the folks like how those practices help and and how they tie into spirituality for sure um, I do want to make a really quick disclaimer mm-hmm. um, about using white sage and palo santo. Okay. If you are not a Native American or not a um, indigenous, if you are not a indigenous individual to um, to the United States, mm-hmm. so mm. if you are not, let's say, an, an Aboriginal individual to the U.S., so if you are not Cherokee. If you are not like a indigenous individual to Alaska or like an indigenous individual to like Canada, anybody to the Americas, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then you might want to keep away from using white sage or palo santo mm-hmm. because those are very sacred herbs to those individuals. Okay. And so nine times out of ten, when you're using those herbs and you are not a part of that community, mm-hmm. you may end up kind of angering the um the ancestors and the you learn something new every day yeah and the reason why is because like because now spirituality and um you know spiritual wellness has become like a trend yes and i don't um, appreciate it being a trend yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and particularly amongst white folks oh um a lot of those a lot of the indigenous spirits have become like very angry. And not only that, 
um, a lot of indigenous people, Native Americans, use Palo Santo and white sage, mm-hmm. like actually for medicine. Yeah, and like yeah. actually, like for real, for real, they use that for medicine. Mm-hmm. And so, for us to just be kind of like cultivating them irresponsibly and to just be buying them at like a Earthbound or some shit like that that's kind of irresponsible, you know what I'm saying? And you're taking them away from the people who actually use them for real, for real. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I wanted to put that out there. Okay. Anyway, as far as using um, those other tools, so like crystals, Florida water, um, Colonia 1800, yes, you know, um, that. what are some other spiritual colognes that I like to use? Um Siete machos. I, I, I love using that siete mm-hmm. machos because that that is a it's really good cologne for love and also a really good cologne for like spiritual guidance. Um, when we are using these tools, we have to understand that these are like the original tools of our ancestors. When you do readings on um, Florida water, mm-hmm. you'll actually read that like a lot of the um, excuse me, a lot of the first freed slaves around like the early 1800s first cultivated uh, Florida water. It was originally a mixture of like dried oranges, um, lemons, as well as like mint um, and alcohol. (laughs) And as well as the French settlers who kind of came over and kind of helped to cultivate this cologne. Um, and the reason why it was so popular was because you could create such a big batch of mm-hmm. it. And when you smelt it, it smells so it still smells good to me. <laughs> right. You know, you kind of get this feeling of like f- a floodgate opening up. It's almost you. Euf- it's like euphoria. It's like yeah. euphoric immediately. Just immediately. Yeah, it's like yeah. an immediate opening up and like an immediate clearing out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so when you use these tools, they're conduits. And when I say conduit, I mean a, um, I kind of want to say a vessel in a sense. Open a road. <laughs> right. You know, for the tool, you know, a spiritual vessel for the intention that you have to set. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if your intention is to bring peace of mind to yourself when you are using a crystal for meditation, let's say amethyst, because Mm -hmm. amethyst is like the sobriety stone, correct? So if you're using a big slab of amethyst during your meditation Mm -hmm. and you're wanting to like become sober from anger, you know what I'm saying? Then the same way. Oh, my God. You just, right. it just, yeah, you just, it, yeah. Because right. I, I sell, I so with Lush 85, I sell a, a raw um, amethyst uh, pendant. Mm-hmm. And three people said that it was like, it just calmed them. One person mm-hmm. in particular who is just a good friend and family member, rather, and a pain in my ass. And she says to me, <laughs> she says to me, it's so weird. Like, I've just been so calm since I've been wearing it. Real, see, I didn't even, I didn't even know that you, that you sold the mm-hmm. I sold, I sold a raw like, amethyst. I might buy some for me then. I, I got, I got you, girl. <laughs> I'm a holly at you. Okay. You know, but the same, the same way that, you know, a Catholic priest will use blessing oil, correct, mm-hmm. to bless an individual, you know, 
with a cross and pray over them. That is, in a sense, a spiritual tool in right. order to use as a conduit to bless an individual. You see what right. I'm saying? Good and comparison. In order to facilitate that healing. Right. And so a amethyst stone works the same way that a Catholic priest would use blessing oil to use as a spiritual mm-hmm. conduit, if you will, spiritual tool, if you will, in order to facilitate that healing. You see what I'm saying? So when we use these tools, when we use spiritual baths, when we use spiritual colognes, when we use crystals, it's the same way when you open up your Bible and you read Psalms or you read Ephesians. Yes. You see what I'm saying? They're tools. But it all starts with you having the intention of what you would like to say. Right. See? Mm -hmm. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. So you you talked about... um, how you got started with your gifts because you always knew you had it. You always knew you had it. Um, like, how did you know? Were your Are your gifts generational? Honestly, I'd have to say yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't really feel like the women in my family want to admit that they yes. have gifts, yeah. but they 100% do. Um, my grandmother has always said that she can smell spirits. Mm. Like she can smell poverty. Or she can, when she says poverty, not necessarily poverty by this Money. world, yeah, but poverty of the soul. Wow. Like an individual that feels like they're worth nothing. Wow. Or an individual that lacks. Where, let me ask you, where is, where is your grandmother, where's your family from? Like rooted? Oh, my family, um, it's real funny because my mama's side and my daddy's side too, but my mama's side is from East Texas, like Marshall, Texas. Mm-hmm. But where I'm able to trace them, like to Shreveport, Louisiana. I had a feeling. And I'll <laughs> to kind of like West Louisiana, mm-hmm. Central Louisiana. That's where I'm able to. That's where I'm able to trace them. Okay. And yeah. That's why, that's why you kind of hear a bit of a twang. Yeah. Because even though I'm from like the Dallas Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. people usually they they don't have an accent like mine. Mm-hmm. But because my family is from East Texas, then I kind of have a little bit more of a twang than where I'm from because I'm from more like the city mm-hmm. you could say yeah but my family is from the country so I kind of <laughs> <laughs> I was like there's some deep southern like I'm like you say Texas yeah. and I'm like most folks Louisiana Texas like that's usually yeah, the transition it's so funny because yeah. when I was growing up the kids they kind of used to make fun of me because they were like you have kind of like a twang. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know because all of my family is from like Marshall, Longview, Texas. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I would spend a lot of my summers and a lot of my weekends in Marshall, Longview, Shreveport. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, there, there it is. So it's definitely, those gifts are definitely generational. And you feel, and, and and I think, like, I think that, like, I don't, it's just, a, it's so amazing, like, all that type of unlearning that we've had to do or still have to do because we're just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Spiritual gifts are definitely here. <laughs> they're definitely they available. They're, they're, they're all like, within us. Absolutely. It's, it's up to us. I think especially as black folks, all black people are intuitive. Yeah. All black people. 
What they said. What were we supposed to get some gifts on the 21st of December? <laughs> Girl, did you see all them memes that people were making? And they were like, what, what, uh, what superpower are you going to get? I'm like, I don't know what superpower I got, but... I just yeah that that was hilarious like that was like I just want I I want my superpower to be uh the shield of bullshit I want a shield <laughs> Okay I don't know what mine is I think I got like I got like a block like it just be like <laughs> you can't get close to her you can't it, like I got a block I don't know what it is. It's a block for bullshit, tomfoolery. Uh, uh, if it's not positive, if it's not about some money, if it's not about anything good, I got a block. Thank you, ancestors. Really? Thank you for that gift. I appreciate you. Appreciate okay. y'all. <laughs> okay. So we're ta- we talked about our spiritual journey individually um, and in our practices. Um and I think with 2020, we were so I know I was a little bit, I said, like, oh no, we gotta rebuke this virus we have to start cleaning up around us and I I touch base about that at the top of the year as well just like in my year review and I'm like I know a lot of people want to figure out their spiritual journey it's I work with a lot of younger folks and they'll be like well well how do you know like you know what I mean like how do you it's it's I feel like it's just how like how it, it I guess there's no way to tell but for me, it just it just kind of clicks when people ask, "What's your what, how do you go on your spiritual journey?" It just clicks, um, and I always tell I have a young a younger uh, girlfriend. She's barely twenty five, and I tell her all the time. She's a baby. I always tell I tell her all the time. I'm like, listen, affirm, affirm, affirm. That's how it starts. Affirm. Like if you your family's not spiritual or even religious. You, you can start your spiritual journey by talking, speaking life and talking to yourself mm-hmm. and touching base um, with where you know that things are wrong and not to repeat those, those those patterns and try to stare away, but also recognize and repair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this don't work for you or this personality or this man doesn't work for you. You know that personality or that type of behavior is not for you. You know it's not agreeing with you. You know, you got to try to pull back and, and speak life over yourself. If you're not into prayer, speak life over yourself. On Affirm top of... and rebuke. That's it. Also rebuke. That too. That too. Affirm and rebuke. There's a, you know, women, I feel like oftentimes because we are taught since we are children Mm -hmm. you see the difference in the way that we talked about this privately yeah you see the difference in the way that children's toys are marketed yes if if you if you if i mean we're now we're stepping into a place where people are recognizing that there are more than just two genders but prior to that you know little boys toys and little girls toys completely different Mm -hmm. little boys are able to imagine their lives when we look at their toys you know they're given toy trucks they're given you know a stethoscope tools to build things like yeah they're given ideas of like what your life is going to be like you know what i'm saying whereas little girls they're given fucking baby dolls you know they're given um a kitchenette a doll i had a kitchenette and i had a big dollhouse baby you couldn't tell me nothing 
Okay. They, they are literally given tools to become a homemaker. They are literally given yeah. tools to become a nurturer. Yep. And so I feel like as a result, women have become unable to tell people no. Right. You know what I'm saying? And unable to affirm themselves and unable to say, hey, like, I need this for myself and I need to be able to say no, like I need this time for myself. And so I think as women, we have to be able to say, no, I rebuke this that you're putting on me. No, like I rebuke mm -hmm. this, this circle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I oftentimes when I'm giving my readings or when people come to me for guidance, you know what I'm saying? I often have to tell people it's okay to rebuke a cycle off of yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, I think okay. generationally, we've been a, a, a women who um, don't create boundaries. Mm. And we um, are afraid to, to speak on mm. wrongdoing, you know? Yeah. I, I, do, I mean, with social media and just the generation now, of course, we, we are... Out in the open, child, and we talk about everything. We say everything, but a lot of us, you know, it takes screw, uh, you know, that whole idea of um, social media. We haven't been able to fully be ourselves and fully speak life to certain situations, you know. So it's right. it's it's pretty sad that you know, and and it's generational because it's just like okay, perfect example. Like my mom and me, we're like best buds but she's her views are totally different than my views like she doesn't feel the need to say something if something is wrong whereas i'm like something's wrong like we're not what are we doing why are we doing this i'm not do i'm not doing it exactly you know and because I, I just it's it's very black and white for me like it's wrong it's right that's it there's no middle yeah. there's no middle Toss it out. you know <laughs> we're just not creating boundaries enough we're not holding it down and and we're not tapping into what I really wanted to talk about with you our divine feminine in energy that serious and 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 fellas I'm still with you but please <laughs> hear us out on this divine femininity can be tapped in by men as well it can be it can be matter of fact let, let, we want you to. We, we want you to know our femininity. We want you to know that our intuition ain't bullshit. Mm -hmm. Of course. Like, I don't know. I don't know where, I, like, I could start in so many different places, but, like, as women, we have that intuition. But what is it really? I love this question. And, um,. I was thinking about it. I was like, I was thinking about it. What is it? What is it? What is it? And what I know it to be and what I have realized it to be mm -hmm. truly is Okay. So you grew up Catholic, correct? Yes. And I know that everybody remembers in Bible study school. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about, um, you know, when Jesus died, he left a little bit of himself within us, correct? Yes. That the Holy Spirit dwells within us, correct? And I've always wondered about that. 
that has been something that as a child, when I learned about that concept of the, the little bit of the Holy Spirit being inside of mm-hmm. us, or a little bit of Jesus being inside of us. Right. I've always kind of like pondered about that, correct? And how that worked. Did it work whenever, you know, I would receive little messages throughout the day, like, don't go do this. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and I wouldn't. And then I would realize that it was actually a blessing that I didn't go do that because if I had done that. Oh my God. It was so strong. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Was that that little bit of Holy Spirit? Was that that little bit of Jesus that was inside of me? You know, fast forward. I used to be a really big fan of Kanye West before he started acting crazy. Child, where were we all? <laughs> we all were. Right? A mess. And I remember in his last, I feel like his last album before he really went crazy was Jesus. And he had a song on there that went, you know, I am a God, even though I'm a man of God. And I remember when he first came out with that song, I was like, oh. A little conflicting. He's yeah. He's leaving. A little conflicted. But, I listened to it a little bit later on my spiritual journey, and I realized that he was kind of on to something, and that perhaps what he was referring to, or maybe I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm looking a little bit deeper into it, <laughs> um, was that perhaps he was realizing that bit of godness that is within us. Within us, it's within and all so of us. We talk about what is that woman's intuition, quote unquote. That is the God that is within you. Yeah. That is the little God that is within you. And, you know, my spiritual products, and this is not a plug whatsoever, but like my spiritual baths, my. Girl, plug yourself, oil, period. <laughs> ugh, I hate doing that. I hate when people do that. But like, you know, my spiritual baths and my oils that I sell privately, but that I will be selling publicly, hopefully I'll be able to launch on Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. um, are all about affirming and worshiping the God that is within you, which is when we talk about the divine feminine, you know what I'm saying? And way too often do I feel like as women, do we hear that little voice in our head? That it goes the other way. Like, go right here, yeah. and we go the other way. And we say go away, or we yeah. say when we hear it, this is he ain't shit, or yeah. she ain't shit, or you know, I should I should take this exit to go home. I don't know why I feel this, but I feel like I should take this exit to go home. That is the God within you. Yeah. And if we started building altars to that God within us. If we started exalting that God within us much more often, I feel that we would have much more at peace women, much more happy women around yeah. us. Yeah. Truly. And so that's what it is, it, I think. I, I think so. I think um, it took me, and I always say this, like, I know I was, growing up, I was harsh. I was harsh. I, some people probably still think I am, baby. It's okay. I'll take. I take it. I take. I take it. Feel that way. But I know me, and I know who I am now as a thirty-five-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. I know who I am right now, and I know that I've gotten so much softer in my personal life. Um, and I know exactly what that's about. That's me listening. That's me. You know, not having to be in control. That's me saying to myself, I got to give myself some grace. 
I got to quiet my spirit. If I'm upset about something, I need to pray about it. If there's something that's not working for me, I need to affirm and speak out loud or write it down, whatever it is, because I write everything down so that it can become a practice and it can become life. Um, And I'm so big on that. And it's a part, and it literally is me at, at like, with those practices, I've literally been able to listen to that voice and listen to that intuition so much more than I ever have. Like, right. there's been situations where I could have lost my shit and I just was like, okay. I'm not going to allow that to take me to a okay. place. I'm not, yeah. Okay. You would literally have to put your hands on me for me to lose it on you. Like, okay. lose it? Like, to lose my shit? No. But... Do I say what I need to say? Have I created those boundaries? Am I going to tell you what's going to work for me and what's not going forward or right now in this moment? Yes. And I feel like that's that intuition because it's like, listen, you need to know that this is not okay. Not for Mina. And it, it, it may be okay for Sheila. It's not okay for Mina. Okay? It's not. And um, a lot of men see that as aggressive or see that as like, you know, she's just straight to it. Yes, because this is where we need to be straight to it. Why are we Why are we pl- running around playing games? You know, you think God put me on this earth to play games? I played a lot of games early on, and and stop. and it has to stop. <laughs> and we 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 done played games. We done did, like, there was like what I say. I always say this in my prayers. I'm like God, you saw fit. You saw fit for another day for me, and I didn't deserve it. Why didn't I deserve it? Because I'm not taking accountability for myself. I'm not treating myself good. I drank all damn day with my friends and I should I should have just drank some goddamn water. I have to wake up early and I went to sleep at five o'clock in the morning. It's those little things. It's not all about, you know, the boundaries that you've created with that nigga. It, it's all the boundaries that you have created for yourself, practices for within yourself. yourself, you know, discernment. The, the same discernment that we pray about or we ask about, that's a part of your intuition as well because you're asking for it mm-hmm. and he's giving it to you mm-hmm. and all and the, the signs and now you have to follow through and you have to take heed and you have to say, all right, boom, I asked for this. Mm-hmm. Let me come correct. Right, and that's what I'm talking about when I say creating an altar to the God within yourself. That's what I'm talking about when I yeah. say exalting yes. the God within yourself. Yes. That's what I'm talking about when I say saying prayers and truly giving thanks to the God within yourself. Because if you don't start truly worshiping, giving thanks, and truly giving praises to mm-hmm. that God within yourself the same way that you that you've talked about. Right. You know, writing everything down that comes to your mind. Setting those boundaries when you feel like boundaries need to be boundaries set. To be set Taking those self-care <laughs> days like you stated, you know what I'm saying? Like expressing self-care. I don't think that we understand that self-care is not just going out and spending $500. Right. It's not about self-care. the massage. It's not about the manicure. Yes, we like to do our nails. Yes, we like to get this this hair laid, child. Right. But you have it's it's so little as just saying, all right, boom, I'm going to make waffles this morning and I'm about to eat some blackberries. <laughs> Some blackberries or some fruits with it. Or it's as simple as I'm going to go to sleep at 9 p.m. instead of 12 a.m. 
Milan. <laughs> and I've been getting my rest like I'm a little bit of a night owl now because of my hours and because of my work schedule. But I've literally tried my best. If I cannot, I have to get into the bed no later than 1 a.m. Okay. That's with the exception of a late night, my late night schedule. The latest 1 a.m. To the point where I've been getting in the bed now by 11, 11.30. And I'm putting the alarm on depending on what I have to do that day. So that I am up at 8 or at least by 8.30, 8.45. Right. Like, listen. Have to go to bed. I was not doing that in December. And I'm continuing it for the rest of the year. Because I'm like, okay. Granted, I have more flexibility with my schedule. But... I can sleep until 10, 11 o'clock. You can't get nothing done. You can't get nothing done. You know, you got to get up. You got to get up when the sun rises. You got to get to it or whatever and, and, and just be a little bit more disciplined. And I think discipline has been something that I've been working on. And, but I've been working on it in doses. I ain't perfect, y'all. I ain't perfect. But I've definitely been listening to myself and listening to my body and listening to my intuition. Wake up early. Put your alarm on. Go to bed. Like, I'll be laid up on that couch watching TV, you know, and I'm like watching my show. My show's watching me. Get up. Go to bed. Listen to it. Listen to it. And, and, you know, (laughs) just it wouldn't be my show if we didn't revert back to men. But when you know better, you know this person is not showing you. He's not giving you life. He's not speaking life into you. He's not treating you like the woman that you deserve to be treated like. Set them boundaries and you have to go. Bye-bye. You have to go. Bye-bye. You, you have, have a friend. You have to honor, again, honor the God within yourself. Because, believe it or not, like you said before, a lot of these men see that goddess in you. They see that woman in you. They see that, they see that queen in you. And mm-hmm. it terrifies them. Literally. And I don't want anybody in my temple. I, you you I cannot. I don't want anybody in my temple who is, who is not going to respect it. If you're not going, if you have a problem coming to the temple of Milan, taking off your the shoes, of, washing yeah. your hands in holy water, you have a problem with t- taking communion, you have a problem with, yeah, when you come in here, you can't wear the colors red, gold, or green because that's offensive to the right, to the great goddess, whatever. <laughs> you know, if you have a problem okay. with that, you gotta go. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, Milan. I'm not there yet. But but that's what that's that's what that's what your temple requires. You know what I'm saying? Because when I come to yours, because when I come to the great temple of masculinity, yes, I do. What's, I do. I, I I follow what's when I'm in your house. I do yours. Yeah. 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 Yep. We yeah. do. We do. How many times is it? How, how many times? Has a man been able to set his boundaries with you? And you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. We can can eat pizza five times this week. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, we could do Netflix and chill. Okay, that's fine. I really want to go out on a date, but yeah, okay. Cool. Girl, bye. So dumb. So dumb. We do it all the time. I've been better at it, though. I ain't gonna lie. I told you. I don't know. Even mm-hmm. maybe even prior to the twenty first of December, like I told you, that block, I ain't got time. I don't have time. 
really and it's 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 funny it's it's so funny how as women sorry i'm i'm messing with stuff i think i have add um (laughs) don't we don't we all how as as women we it's like we shy away from setting boundaries yeah we shy away from being assertive yet it is often looked at as exemplary and oh my god sexy almost you know when a man is able to set boundaries and when he's able to say no i can't do that i have golf you know what i'm saying like like they have no problem giving you their calendar None. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, and I've said this on previous episodes and I'll continue to say it. It's always okay for them to tell us when and how, but when we set the boundary and we have a schedule and we're busy, like, you know, there's in this day and age, like so many of us have multiple jobs. We're entrepreneurs. We're taking classes for this. We're doing an online class for that. You know, we're on panels talking with Milan on about tarot, like things like that. It's there's so many things that we have we got going on in 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 this here phone. The schedule is it's booked and busy. I'm doing shit, so it's just like <laughs> you know, like I'm literally my schedule is like kind of nuts. So it's just like when I do have an off day, some and I do need that day. Sometimes I need that day for myself. I don't necessarily want to do anything. You know what I mean? Like hey, why don't we? Like I just. I don't. I just don't get it. Like it's always okay for them to tell you when and how. But if we say when and how, and hey, what date works for you? I'm free this day. It's like, oh, you that busy? You can't. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't. So I just. I wanted to see you tonight. Uh, yeah, no, I got some stuff going on tonight. Like I have what? You, going what? On. What you got going on? I'm literally taking a bubble bath. I'm washing my hair. Yeah, that's something going on. Like. That takes me two and a half hours to do. Yeah, that's high priestess time. I'm sorry. I, I, I That's high priestess. I'm cleansing. Time. I'm cleansing my crown. Like what? That's high priestess time. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it. So, ladies, when I say this, you're you, you y'all y'all gotta get better at it. We we're doing better, but we gotta continue doing better with it. And tapping into what that divine feminine energy is and what that spiritual alignment is. I love when the brothers are tapped in. It's very far and few. Uh, <laughs> far and few in between are tapped in. But you got to understand all the practices and all the little things that's going on in your home and in your personal life. Even like it just your home is your personal life. Let's put it like that, right? I said this in the in an episode prior. It It's like... Well, I be shitting on niggas. That's so terrible. But it's like, you want somebody to come to your house. You want somebody to come lay up. But yo, you didn't clean up. You ain't clean up. You, 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 you the shit looks crazy. Like, it just, I, I like, I don't I'm know. Screaming, because I'm my aunt, but you're screaming. But it's like the energies be fucked up. And folks don't understand. It's those little intricate details of not throwing your garbage away. Not wiping down your counter. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't like doing dishes. But I'll try my best to like say, I right, bet. I'm going to put them in the dishwasher at least. Mm-hmm. At least. Like, if I just finish cooking and I'm ripping and running, I got to run to work at 6 o'clock. Like, okay, fine. And then it tells me, it tells me as the individual that you asked over what you think of me. Yeah, like, I, I ain't shit. If you actually valued me and if you actually really, really wanted me over, you know, if you didn't see me as, like, a human 
I don't know, like flesh toy, you would have, you would have made the effort. A little effort, yeah. Comfortable, but like you didn't care. No. You just, you just saw me as a flesh no. toy. Yeah, and, and the, yeah, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. I mean, this is experiences that I've seen. So in my thirties, I can't. I'm like, what? No, thank you. So you ever watched? Um, what is it called? Oh my god, she's got to have it. Yes. So oh, you that movie. Right, but the show that you film. you the the movie from the eighties. Yes, it was that was yeah, that, that movie film. came out. That movie came out in 1985, the year that I was born. However. The show itself, she says something about, and it stuck out to me, and I've, I was like, wow, I'm just like that. About being in her loving bed, being like she can only do things in her home. And I I was like, at first I was like, damn, I'm kind of like that. I'm kind of like that. Like I need to be in my space and in my energy, my my little realm, because I've created such a nice calm space for myself that if I do have a male suitor and it is intimate, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. It's funny. When I was watching that show, I remember thinking, me and her have a lot in common and I don't know if that's positive or negative. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> but, you know, like... like she I, had a lot going on. That's just too much for me. I, I don't know. Like, I, I've, I've been around. And I've only ever been to two guys' houses. Because you'll be like, come to me. Yeah, I've always been like, I'm not wasting, I'm not spending any gas on a man, first of all. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, I'm not going to waste any gas on a man, number one. And number two, I've heard so many horror stories about women going to go visit men. And so I'm like... I know the energy over here. I know what it smells like over here. I know that the bed is comfortable over and here. And you know the sheets are clean over here. I know the sheets are clean. You know. The carpet is, is fresh. Carpet is good. My like, candles is placed pro- appropriately. nice over here. Yeah. We got music we streaming on both sides of this here apartment. Bedroom and living room. And yes. I have, only, I have only ever been three. I've only ever been to three men's. Houses mm-hmm. and two of them we were dating, mm-hmm. and then the uh, and then and then also the only reason why I think I really went to those three men's houses was because now I'm I, I live with my grandmother. I take care of her, mm-hmm. and I don't I'm not gonna have no man coming over here and meet my grandmother yeah. until we start like for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, that's different when you live with your family for yeah. sure. Uh, this is this is that's family. Yeah, like, that's this this yeah. woman raised me. Like I'm not finna can't can't just everybody be your her. Can I just anybody just be meeting your family? Coming up like yeah, I don't even like that's that's energy that's energy as well. You have to protect you have to protect yeah, what's sacred. To protect you have to protect what's you know, sacred to you. I It's funny, as much as I don't like to have company, I'm not like a big company person, (laughs) 
But when I do like you, when we are, it is what it is, and we're there, yeah, you can come to my home, to my space. And especially, like, you know, let's just call it for what it is. These niggas got roommates and all kind of stupid shit, and y'all grown-ass fucking men. Y'all grown as hell. Y'all are grown. But whatever. Handle your business. Or, you know, they got kids or kids are over or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, just come to me. Be quiet. Just come to me because, you know, I've, again, created this space that is comfortable. It's mine. I feel comfortable here. This is my, how'd you say? What, when, my territory. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my territory. You're on my, ter- you're on my terms. And it's just, it's, it's comfortable. So, yeah, like, Girl, I totally understand. I feel ain't nothing wrong with that. Myself, ain't nothing wrong with that. Entertaining another man until I'm able to get my own spot. I totally, I totally understand. <laughs> I totally understand how you feel. Trust me, you'll get there and you'll be the better for it too. Trust me. So, with that being said, our feminine energy that we're 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 talking about, and a lot of women and young women are just, I I just keep seeing it. On IG, I'm seeing it on Twitter. I'm seeing it everywhere, and that is so much beyond your, so beyond your intuition, ladies. I'm telling y'all, it's so much beyond your intuition. It's so much deeper than that. It's creating again the boundaries for yourself and loving on yourself and and tapping into the things that really make you happy and really bring you to that place of alignment. So, <laughs> uh, I feel like alignment is another word that a lot of people use. Um, and seldom, I, again, seldom know what that means. And I'm not talking about your alignment in your car, y'all. I ain't talking about the wheels. I'm not talking about the alignment wheels. Okay? What I'm talking about is spiritual spiritual alignment. And, and it, 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 for women, it does tap into our divine feminine energy, but also including the men, what spiritual alignment means. So I asked two of my... My good friends, what spiritual alignment meant. One said, spiritual alignment means when you are in sync, mind, body, and spirit. And then the other one says, spiritual alignment to me is staying synchronized with oneself, following one's intuition, and finding value within positive and negative circumstances, not going against any energetic current and current and understanding literally that everything happens for a reason and not by chance. Mm. What does alignment mean to you, Milan? And how can folks apply that to their day-to-day spiritual journey? Oh, my goodness. It's a loaded question. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. spiritual alignment is, it's a large, it's a very large um, concept. May I describe it to you in a in a in imagery? Yes, absolutely. However you see I fit. Never, I never forget um, one time I had spent a great amount of money on crystals that I probably should not have, and I ended up uh, going to the beach that same day so that I could cleanse them. And um, I just remember receiving like a really big message that I should get into the ocean. Mm. And so I was like, okay. And so I got into the ocean. And um, this is when I was living in Southern California. And, um, you know, I got into the ocean. I was swimming. And um, little did I know we were not supposed to be swimming that day. 
um, because the tide, the current was really, really high. But I'm a really good swimmer. Girl, you better than um, me. So, so I wasn't, I wasn't too. <laughs> what you say? Say you better than me. I'd be like, I'd be dead. I can't swim. I, I love the water. I'm a Cancerian. I love a water, but I just, I, I would have been a dead bitch. <laughs> You can't swim. I, I feel could, like all water signs. I could swim. swim. I love swimming on top of the water, but when it's to go underneath the water, I just <laughs> like, well, I, you know, I'll dunk, but I'm not going to swim under the water. Like, I, you would not see me scuba dive. Like, I wouldn't die. Oh my god! Even with all the gear, I'm not doing that. I'm just, I'm not. I'm just not. That's not my ministry. That's just not my ministry. I love water. I'll be in it all day, every day. Baby, I'll be wading in the water like a whale. I'll float in the ocean, but I am not going underwater. She's not going to swim. Girl, you're going to swim one day. Well, I'll just speak it into existence that my future husband will teach me how to swim properly. You're going to swim one day. I will. I will. Anyway, so I'm a really good swimmer. So I wasn't tripping, but then... That water started acting crazy, mm-hmm. for real. And so I kind of found myself getting a little nervous. Um, but then, you know, and the waves were just going. And I received this message that said, don't fight me. The Ride current. the wave. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like relaxing my body completely. And allowing the wave to kind of coast me out to the calmer waters, because mm-hmm. you know, like as when you get into the when you get into the ocean, the further you actually go out, the calmer the calmer the waters become, which is wild. It's so weird. Really explain it. Yeah, I sing and I do tarot and I do mediumship. Okay, I I can't explain. Right. Aquatics and water and shit. Okay, right. Like I can tell you that, like the further you get out, the calmer the water is getting. And so I just became very still and very calm, and I just let the water just kind of take me out. And I remember once I got into the calmer waters, being like, "This is how I'm going to get through this really rough patch in my life," because at the time, I had a lot of really rough things going on in my life. I had a very abusive manager at the time i was dealing with a lot of really rough things in my family mm-hmm. um i was kind of battling like a bit of substance abuse at the time and i was like this is how i'm gonna get through my life like yes it's gonna take like my effort mm-hmm. but for the most part it's going to be me riding the wave and me staying in alignment with where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to be going, and not allowing the storm of my life right, right, to keep me on my path of where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. So staying in alignment for me, being in spiritual alignment, is not necessarily ignoring the storm and ignoring the roaring waves that are going on in your life. But being in tune with them and allowing them in a way to propel you forward whilst staying on track and staying focused with where you're supposed to be going. That is truly being in alignment to me. I knew you was going to explain it the best way possible. Like, that is the (laughs) best way to explain it. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, um, I just knew... 
with kind of the things that I was going through with my career, what I wanted and what I didn't want. And I was like, I always say the universe was like, God, all of it worked in unison because they were like, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you really start um, banking on yourself, betting on yourself. You so consumed with what others think, how great of an employee you are, where you're going to go, how far you can climb up the ladder. And literally, the ladder was kicked up un- off under my feet. Like, you going to listen now? Because you landed on your feet. Solidly on your feet. No stump. You didn't stump. None of that. You landed on your feet. And that's all you needed to do. Is to formulate and to think about what it is that makes Mina happy. And you've been praying. You've been writing things down. And then it's amazing to me how the things that I've been writing down and reading back to myself and kind of going through. I have a notebook that has everything in it. like, And it's just pulling back those pages and I'm like well that happened and I literally feel like I say all that to say that the spiritual alignment and the journey that I've gone through with it was literally staying the course and I still have work to do with it's not so much faith because I have a lot of faith it's just that we psych ourselves out a little bit we kind of be like "Mm." it's like damn I don't know if I, I'm a little scared, like scary, scary, I'm nervous, you know what I'm saying, for a lot of the things that I am writing down, they are coming into fruition, I am coming into the, into the, the rooms and the, having the conversations with and getting the knowledge that is needed for the goals that I have is set in place, Mm -hmm. and you know, all the crazy things in the world, all those things that have been around me, Mm -hmm. haven't, as of lately, because, like yeah as of lately i want to say over the course of the past seven or eight months haven't affected me Mm. because i was like all right we're gonna just tackle one at a time because i'm giving myself that grace i'm giving myself i'm taking back my power and 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 who i am and literally staying the course Mm. staying the course and that's literally what it's all about just it's so funny how both girls said sync and synchronize that's the the same as staying the course like right here all all in one you can take a little bit at a time Mm -hmm. and go at it whatever whatever it is that you got to do whether it's mowing the lawn paying the mortgage going to pray taking a quick Mm -hmm. trip calling grandma like all those things those basic things during the day staying the course and giving yourself some grace and, and 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 praying over yourself, praying over your family, giving mm-hmm. and speaking life into yourself and your loved ones. Exactly. Exactly. That's all you can do. And a lot of us don't do it. A lot of us don't. A lot of us are worrying about what hasn't happened. Yeah. A lot of us are worrying about what did happen. Yeah. You know, things that we can't even control anymore. You Baby. <laughs> When we're when we're not focused on what's going on right now, yeah, yeah, what's going on right now? Let's focus on what we can control <laughs> and stop bugging out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's being spiritually aligned. Truly. If you can fix something, fix it. If it didn't work out, and I'm speaking to myself because I this today the devil was a liar. Um, you could if you could fix it, fix it. You you gave your effort, you gave your shot, you gave it your try. That's all you can do. That's all, can all do. you can do. <laughs> that's all you can do. So yeah. Girl, and I'm a culprit too. I'm a culprit because I worry about things that have not happened yet. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know what can I what can I do to make that better? What can I do to make How that can better? I make it work? Which way can nothing. I go? Like nothing because it not hasn't happened yet. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I can I can simply plan, and then after that, that's it. That's it. That's it. And then even then, my planning is is worth shit because at the end of the day, God is gonna come through and. and if 2020, like a I, I keep saying it. I keep saying that 2020 wasn't. If any, 2020 wasn't any indication that your plans ain't shit. I'm not planning no more. I will write down. I will formulate. Say I want to, but I'm not putting a date on anything. I'm not mm-hmm. going crazy. I'm not doing nothing but about a month, a month and a half at a time, just about. Mm-hmm. And I still be having some little tweaking yeah. to do. Cause I said I I can't I I can't give it life and give it so much energy. Like, hey, can we go take a trip in May or March? Can't. Get to me in maybe April, top of the top maybe. of April, top of April. We'll talk Big about maybe. it then. Big maybe. Cause it, it's just <laughs> hard to do things now with the world that we live in and how things are it's like don't stress yourself out y'all please give yourself some grace align yourselves write things down focus on what you can control i'm telling y'all because the devil is a lie the devil is a lie (laughs) devil is a lie i'm telling y'all i'm like and ladies please listen to yourselves listen to that that tug in your heart Listen to that little voice, man. Like I swear, I wish I listened. To, I wish I was always listening to that voice. I think I would have been a lot further in life. But everything happens for a reason. I'm where I'm supposed to. I'm where I'm supposed to, to be. Seriously, we have to be thankful for the lessons that we yes. learned. Because if we if we had not learned those lessons, then we wouldn't be the people that we are now. Right. So whenever we go, I wish I had. Nope. Nope. It yeah. happened the way it needed to. Say, say it again. It happened the way it needed to. I agree. Well, Miss Milan, I think we talked about and tapped into so much today. <laughs> and I am so, so happy that we were able to do this together. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Please let my listeners know where they can find you on your socials. Oh and how God. to book and how to book you. Yes. Okay. So my Instagram. Hold on. Give me one moment, because sometimes I be forgetting. My Instagram handle is Saint Milan. S A I N is in Norman. T M is in Milan. I L A N is in Norman. N is in Norman. Um, I actually have a link in my bio that you can click on that will direct you um, to my Acuity website to book a reading. Yeah. Um. I am actually on Clubhouse as well. I believe I'm under the exact same. Hold on, give me one moment. Yeah, 
I'm under the exact same username, Saint Milan, with two N's at the end. Yes. And um, yeah, you can look. You can listen to me all the time on Clubhouse. I think once a week I do free readings. But if you feel like you need a um, personal session, then please go ahead and follow me on Instagram. And you can just click the link in my bio and book a personal reading. And I would love to assist you with any questions or any guidance that you may need, okay? Yeah, so guys, I will definitely add her links in the bio and in the cards over on YouTube. And you guys already know where to find me. It's at the Mina B Podcast over on IG for questions, inquiries, any ideas, anything that you guys want to talk about, feel free. Ask me to be at gmail.com and you know, just holla at your girl, rate, like, subscribe, head, head over to that YouTube as well. If you don't want to just listen and you want to watch, we'll give you some, some views as well. Um, that would be totally, totally awesome if you guys would do that. And all again, all links are in the bio. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. It's so much appreciated and we're out. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you again, Mina.